Amen. All right, well, good evening, everyone. Welcome to our, our midweek service uh, here at uh, 7 o'clock here at Ayers Christian Center Church. Uh, we're hitting the second week of our topic, Hidden Jewels, Hidden Jewels. And, you know, I was, you know I'm always meditating, and we have these wonderful fellowships and different exchanges uh, where we, you know, the Scripture says meditate on the Word day and night, and the Lord has created an a, a atmosphere for us to meditate, for us to have a conversation, uh, share a thought. You know, the Scripture says, uh, the Bible says in Deuteronomy, it says, teach them when they walk by the way, when they sit it down, when they stand it up, bind it upon, upon their neck. And so we create an atmosphere where we can do that when we spend a lot of time uh, uh, communicating around the Word. And so as we do that, things impact all of us, even uh, us pastors, even though we serve at the, the area of pastor, it does really impact us to have these conversations. So as I was reflecting this week on Hidden Jewels, I was just thinking through, I was just thinking through from hearing Friday Bible study fellowship, the different community. So, so I came in, I came late. And as everyone was talking, they were talking about things that were triggered through last Wednesday's teaching. So they were talking about the different nuggets. Uh, you know, it made me think about when I was a child this. It made me think about when I was a child this. Hey, it made me think through how I, 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 I really uh, love doing this, this, that, and the other. And so I was reflecting on some different things, too. Uh, one of the things I thought through is, uh, so, so obviously I talk about sports, but I play basketball. I play basketball with both hands. Uh, when I worked in upstate New York, uh, we played something. I don't think they even play it anymore now, but it was called paddle ball. Um, I think they, it's been evolved into racquetball now when you got a racket, you know, almost like a small tennis, uh, tennis racket. Well, we had wooden paddles with holes in them. Um, and you had this huge wall, and, you know, and we, you, know you, you was playing, you almost was playing tennis, but with the paddle ball. But I actually could play with both hands. And so I, I said that to say, when I, was a, when I was young, growing up with the foster uh, uh, parents, I was eating one day, and, and uh, their daughter came by and said, what are you doing? I said, what? Uh, you're supposed to eat with your right hand. I was like, oh, okay. So I switched the fork from my left hand to my right hand. Now you might say, what's the big deal? That's not that significant. Well, why was I eating with my left hand without nobody telling me? Right? Because that's the hand that, that God designed me to use dominantly. Well, once they told me to switch the right hand, I spent most of my life doing stuff right-handed. Until I started playing basketball, uh, then I started uh, using my left hand. Then I hurt my right hand one summer when I took basketball serious, so I played the rest of the summer left-handed. That's happened to me a couple of times where I fractured my hand. Now, why is that important? Because there's different, when you, when you use different motor functions, the whole body connects together. You're, you know, left side is your creative side. So I was supposed to t keep my creative side stimulated. Um, now, obviously, thank God, you know, God worked it out where I use both of my hands all the time. Me and my wife would be driving, um, you know, we'll be doing stuff. I, I use my left hand for everything. You know, um, I use my right hand too because it's been dominant because they told me I was supposed to use that. So what am I saying? Like you, you, there's, 
God forged this life, and depending on what we're exposed to, uh, and depending on who's going to be stewards over our lives and the environment we're around, that's going to determine if the hidden Jews are going to come out or the hidden Jews are going to be smothered. You know, I, uh, even, um, you know, y'all saw the video, my coach was on there. But one of the things that was interesting when I played, because um, I'm a cerebral thinker, you know, I was an honor roll student. But when we played, I, I just thought it was weird. We all knew the plays. When you practice, everybody knows the plays. So practice is very difficult, right? Because they know where you're going. So me, I had to come up with different things to do. So what I would do, we had to go to this one spot. I was like, man, I can't get there. They know I'm coming. So instead of me passing to that spot, I would throw it behind my back because they wasn't looking for that. Keith, what are you doing? Well, I'm trying to get the ball to the spot, but I don't want them to know I'm doing it. And so I did these things. I'd jump up in the air, and the guy would play so much defense, I would turn around and then shoot it with the other hand. Bradley, you're trying to show off. I wasn't trying to show off. I was trying to figure out a way to get the ball in the bucket with these guys that already know what I'm going to do. So what they were doing is they kept smothering the creativity, but the creativity was stimulated by the pressure or the resistance, right? And, and so I thought about that too. And I thought about how we grow up with a voice, gifting, discernment, even as youth, even in our youth, only to have it minimized or attacked. Think about when you're young and you see something and you go, hey, hey, what about that over there? Hey, hey. Now, stay in your place. Stay in my place. I just... You guys look like you were trying to discover something. Because the other thing about me is, I've told this story before, but I used to eat boxes of cereal. I don't eat cereal no more because I don't, I don't drink milk. But I used to eat boxes of cereal, and the back of the cereal it always has puzzles or mazes. But I can get through the maze the first time almost every time. I'm saying almost because I'm trying to be nice. Pretty much, I'm talking about not go through the maze. Ah, that's the wrong way. Go another way. Ah, no, I could see the right way just about all the time. Not because I thought I was sweet. I, I didn't. I, 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 I didn't go through how to get through a maze training and I passed with an A. No, God did that. He created us with special things, right? And so I just saw stuff. I've been that way my whole life. I see solutions. And so when I, when I, when I the first day I met my dad, we were walking across the street. Uh, my dad, my brother's walking and they're having a conversation I'm the 14-year-old, and, and it was, they was discussing it, a problem. Well, I just said, hey, why don't, y'all, why don't you just do this? <laughs> now, now, I'm older, so it probably look weird. Like, first of all, you just showed up with this family. Shut up. <laughs> but my dad turned around and said, you got a smart mouth, don't you? And I was like, okay. He looked like he's bothered, but that's actually the solution. So why... Why isn't it not valued because I'm 14? I didn't get it. I uh, remember at our wedding, and some of y'all going to see this, but I remember this. Uh, I had an aunt that said I was, uh, we were at the wedding, and, and everybody was all over the place, and we need to get things started. You know, so <laughs> I'm a leader. You know, I, hey, y'all, hey, let's get together. Um, uh, my aunt said something. She said, 
uh, you've grown up. So, so I was like, okay, so now I'm at an age where you guys are listening, but I ain't saying nothing different than I said before. But now it's, it's approved because of the age. You see what I'm saying? But remember, Jesus was in that temple because of his age. Suppose they didn't listen to him. He's 12. But they was attentive to, man, break it down, break it down, break it down. Right? Because they weren't tripping on his age. They were listening to the content that he was communicating. Right? So, so, so it's, 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 it's these hidden jewels you know, have, have, have been there for a long time, but what happens is sometimes we're in cultures that smother them to a point when you get into a culture that appreciate it, you're walking on eggshells. And so now you look weird because you look flaky because you ain't being led by the Spirit. You're this, you, you, you see stuff, you go, Do I, did I see that? I might not have seen that. Well, I don't know if I saw it. Well, maybe I shouldn't say nothing. But if I say something, they're going to think this. Well, I know the last time I said something like this. So, so they mess you all up. Your software's so off, you're second-guessing the very thing that God gave you. See, I'm going to tell you, if you communicate a jewel from God, people will receive their brilliance. I'm going to repeat this. If you communicate a jewel from God, people will receive the brilliance. If it's tainted... By fear, insecurity, selfishness, ambition, people are not going to receive the brilliance, right? They're going to look at it as this, okay, what's the catch, right? But if you communicate a jewel from God, people will receive the brilliance, right? I'm trying to get to this. All right, so, so when I was thinking through how things are smothered, I think of my life and how I started to dumb myself down or douse my life. Don't let it shine too bright because I didn't want people to be uncomfortable. So I was hiding the jewels, right? Because if I, if I presented the jewels, what you trying to shine? What you trying to show off? What you, oh, so, so I got to wait till you shine, which you don't want to take responsibility for your light for me to express my light. That's pretty much, excuse me, that's pretty much what people are telling you, right? And that's pretty much what I did. Well, well, does anybody shine their light in here? Well, I ain't no light in here, so I just better not shine mine right now. You know, I'll bump him. Maybe he'll flick the light, and then we, we, we can see in this place. You know what I'm saying? Right? I mean, that's kind of how I roll. I would un- indirectly assist other people in shining something because we need to see our way out of this mess. But I couldn't say, hey, I got the light. This is the way out. No, 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 no. They, they ain't going to be able to handle that. So what I'll do is I'm, I'm un- unintentionally lighting a fire in this person so they'll flick some type of light so we get out. I assisted, but I ain't going to, I don't want nobody to know I assisted. I used to tell people, oh, they was like, that's how I want. Oh, my God, changed my life. You know, you've been so wonderful. No, I'm not wonderful. Don't, 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 don't. I'm going to go tell the pastor how you've impacted me. No, 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 please, please. Whatever you do, don't tell the pastor. It's okay. It's okay. It was God. I had nothing to do with it, uh, which I didn't really. But I didn't want nobody to share nothing I did because I didn't want to get no heat for my light shining. So then um, I've shared this before, and I might have taught it here. I don't know if I didn't. I'm sure it'll come up somewhere down the road. Uh, but I taught a message in Ohio called The Supernatural Life of Liberty. And, you know, that year in the vision, the Lord said, take back your choices, right? Basically, we were saying, let your light shine. 
share your jewels, right? And so I saw this movie, um, Coach Carter. And in the movie, a uh, young, young boy was tripping. And so he kept asking him a question. What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? And he's getting on the kid's nerves. And finally, when the kid uh, was illuminated, he shared this. He said, no, he said, what is your deepest fear? That's what he was like. He says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? You are a child of God. They left that piece out in the movie, but I thought I'd share it with you. Your playing small doesn't serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so other people won't feel insecure around you. We were born to make manifest the glory of God within us, the jewels within us. It is not just in some of us, it is in everyone. And as we let our own, keyword, our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. So, so from that year until we speak now, my, 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 my life and my job is to keep my light on blast so other people will be comfortable with shining their light. You know, empowering people to shine their light. So I'm not bothered by other, other lights. My challenge is I was bothered that if, if I'm the only one shining my light, is anybody going to be able to handle it? You know, like, you know, I, I always share this phrase, you know, in a dark room, somebody comes in, they shine a flashlight in your face, turn that light down! You know, that's your reaction. But that's how my life was. It was almost like, turn that light down! Sometimes I didn't even know I was shining a light. I'm just being Keith. I'm not trying to shine a light. I, I, I'm not a... It's all about me person. I'm not a boastful person. But am I supposed to not do what I'm capable of doing so other people can be comfortable? Or am I not supposed to be confident about it in the Lord, right? So other people, okay, you can share it. Just don't share it with confidence. But I trust God. I trust what God told me. How else would I share it? How how do you assist people to believe if you don't? Oh, here you go. You think you... Now, what am I supposed to think? Now, I'm not supposed to think more highly of myself than I, than I ought, right? That's what the Scripture says. But does it say I'm not supposed to think highly? I'm a child of God. Right? I mean, help me out. So, 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 so again, we... God is moving us to and challenging us to share these jewels, these hidden treasures within us, as we talked about last week. And I was thinking through the, uh, we were talking about the Moses story, uh, we might have talked about it Friday, I'm not sure, one, one of the fellowships, uh, could have been when I was listening Monday, I don't know, <laughs> uh, but we were talking about Moses. The interesting thing is Moses discovered his jewel, but didn't know how to handle it when he killed the Egyptian. So he discovered on the inside, I'm supposed to help them. But he didn't know how to handle it because he wasn't around the two, the, the two, 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 wasn't around to help, <laughs> right? He wasn't around to help to facilitate it. So he really didn't know how to utilize it or use it. So he kind of, out of zeal, used the jewel too soon, right? The guy's like, okay, uh, the plan is to free everybody, just not one person at a time, right? 
Right? So, 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 so I talked about just, just keeping that light on blast or, or valuing the jewels within us because it's in all of us. Uh, to realize our worth is to realize our God-given resilience or ability to, to stand. To realize our worth is to realize our God-given a, a, a resilience. God has given us a resilience and ability to stand. Now, 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 now you can look at this, where'd you get that from? How, what scripture is that? Let's look at, remember I told you there's certain things in the Bible that are, um, we might have been talking about this in Bible school, that are uh, uh, literal, right? But then there's some things that are inferred, like we talked about the Trinity is inferred. It doesn't say Trinity, but when Jesus was baptized, Jesus went in the water, the Holy Spirit fell on him like a dove, right? And God spoke, this is my son whom I'm well pleased, right? That's the Trinity, right? right? It's inferred. I mean, it's more scripture, you know, uh, why we believe what we believe class gives all the details. All right. So I think what I just shared is inferred. Resilience is inferred. First of all, do you think we really take care of our bodies like the temples that God say they are? Right? I mean, we don't have to be rocket scientists there. But look at how we're, we still have an opportunity to repent from that and reset. Right? Think, think, think about even some people you've seen that's been taken out. Look at what they took their body through. Some people, you know, because some people use that as an excuse. Well, you know, well, my daddy drank his whole life. You know, and he lived to the ripe old age of 80. Suppose he was supposed to live to 150. But there's still a point, though. He drank his whole life and was still here 80 years. Because God made this body resilient, but not resilient to abuse, resilient to fulfill purpose. Why? To, to, to express the jewels he's given us. Right? So, so again, we, God wants us to recognize these things because we set these, these, uh, these not in reality limits on our life. Listen, some of us have done some dumb things, okay? Some of us, I'm in the some of us club. Dumb. dumb. You, can't, you can't even come out with a, well, you know, it wasn't that bad. No, dumb, dumb, dumb. Crazy. No, no, let's add that. Let's add dumb and crazy. We can act stupid, right? Some of us, I'm, I'm in that club. I've done dumb, crazy, stupid things. But you know what? You know why I'm, I'm here? Because the mercy of God making me aware not only that there's jewels in there. Accept my son and watch me work. I, I'm not done. See, see, We've, we're done. You know, uh, I'm going to say this because I want, uh, if you ain't looking at it now, I'm going to have you come see it and you're going to know I'm talking about you. So I have somebody that, I, that, that I'm um, real, real close to uh, that says, hey, you know, uh, matter of fact, you, you made this statement the other day, you know. Uh, we tried not to infer the other day so the person won't know we're talking about them, but I want them to know. All right, you said this the other day. Well, uh, I can't say that because then everybody's going to figure out who it is. Uh, but, but, okay, their line is, I've done all these things. I'm, I'm about tired now. 
We're passing the baton. Venice, it's your turn. I've done all these things. Says who? Says who? You, you done what? Says who? If you're here, God can still use you from right where you are. He can resurrect you from there. Right? So, because there's still jewels in there. And especially when we were doing the dumb, stupid, crazy stuff, we ain't even used the jewels, right? We're smothering them. They're still in there, and God's ready to use them. Right from where you are, whatever age you are, right? Now, I, I did the whole teaching from 1 to 100, right? All types of people doing great things, right? All right, we need to bring that back. <laughs> All right, so, 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 and so we're, we're jewels. We're like, uh, we're like real diamonds. You know, what's special about uh, real diamonds, uh, which, which I, call our God, I call our God-given dreams, diamonds are so hard they won't break. They're, they're so, think about what the pounding that they go through to take to, 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 uh, for them to get all that rough off of them. So, so, so they're very difficult to break is probably a better word of saying it. It's similar to authenticity, who we authentically are. You can go through a whole lot, but you can't break the jewels within you. The authentic you. The only thing that's been broken is the counterfeit. Only thing that's been broken is all that we've piled onto the jewels. So when we're going through brokenness, God ain't trying to break the jewels. He's trying to release the jewels. He's trying to break all this pylon. He's trying to break all of them off of us, right? He's trying to break all of what mama said, daddy said, all these different pylons. You can't do this. You'll never do that. Oh, you ain't, you get on my, like, he's breaking all that off. He's breaking the arrogance off, right? The selfishness off. But he ain't breaking the jewels. He's releasing the jewels, right? And, you know, you, you hear messages and you get it, but you, you snap back into, yeah, but, you know, I, I'm good. I'm just going to have my little drink. You know, like you, you, you know, but, but these things are cheating us. They're stealing stuff from us. You know, like, but, but we don't realize it's, it's, it's hiding the jewels. Like, like, listen, with all due respect, people run to the jewels. They run from us. People, people, care for and appreciate and, and want to be around the Jews, right? They get offended with us, <laughs> right? So that's why God is trying to uh, get us to dig deep to these treasures within us. So the Holy Spirit is a key to this because the Holy Spirit gives us the genius to discover the gems in the midst of the games, I, so, 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 because in our life, we, I, so, so we talked about how sometimes we're exposed to different people. Well, they, they play a lot of games with our mind. Some people were envious. Some people were jealous. It could be relatives. I mean, people are supposed to be elders, older. I didn't say no, what type of relative. I just say, elder, you know, the older people. You pick a list. Like you, you go down the line. You know, I don't want, it could be mommy, daddy, auntie, whatever. But it could have been grandpa. Some people have didn't know how to handle all that brilliance. So they start playing games with your mind, making you think you're less than you are. 
right? All because they didn't know what to do with that. Or, or reminded them of what they didn't do with their jewels. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like the more you shine, the more it exposes they're not shining. You see what I'm saying? So, so but, but the Holy Spirit is key. When you embrace a life with the Holy Spirit, the Bible says he'll show you things to come. Like, he shows you all the gems within you in the midst of all the games. Games will be played, and he just keeps showing gems, right? Remove the Holy Spirit, you can get caught up in the games, right? In the trap of the games, right? See, the Holy Spirit helps us to see, gives us the ability to see the only thing in the midst of everything and having the resilience to see it through. So you'll see the only thing in the midst of everything, but you'll also have the resilience to see it through. Because it's not enough to recognize it. You got to see that same thing through, right? You got to keep commit to that dig, right? We talked about that a few years ago, right? To, to ultimately keep digging until, until you pull it all out. Let's go to Isaiah 45, Isaiah 45. All right, we're going to lock in on verse 2. Well, we're going to lock in on verse 3, but I'll, I'll read verse 2 first. It says, uh, I will go before thee and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of brass, and I will cut in asunder the bars of iron. Th- these restrictive things, right? So after the colon, he says, and I will give thee, look, the treasures of darkness. Look, and hidden riches of secret places that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which called thee by thy name, am the God of Israel. So he's saying, I'm going to break off all the, 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 the things that are restricting you, and I'm going to give you the hidden treasures, the hidden riches, right? If you look at 40, 48, Isaiah 48, verse 6. Just a couple chapters over. Isaiah 48, verse 6. All right, let's just start with (laughs) verse (laughs) 3. Okay, it says, uh, I have declared the former things from the beginning, and they went forth out of my mouth. And I showed them, I did them suddenly, and they came to pass, right? It says, because I knew that thou art obstinate, it says, and thy neck is as iron sinew and thy brow brass. It says, I even from the beginning declared it to thee before it came to pass, I showed it to thee. Lest thou should have said, mine idol has done them or my graven image, or my molten image has commanded them. So he's saying, I showed you stuff before it happened, so you couldn't claim these idols and all these other things that you worship in, your luck and all these other things, how it came to pass. No, 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 I told you it was coming, right? And then verse 6, it says, Thou hast heard, see all this, and I will, I will not yet declare it. I have showed thee new things 
from this time, look, even hidden things, and thou didst not know them. Look, look, verse 7 says, and they, they are created now and not from the beginning, even before the day when thou heardest them not, thou, lest thou should say, behold, I knew them. So what he's saying is, I'm doing things, I'm revealing things, I'm revealing even hidden things, right, that, that wasn't manifested so you could say, well, I, no, I knew that was there, I knew that was there. No, you didn't. You could only point to God, Right? The scripture says in Luke 12, 2, it says, what's hidden shall be revealed. What's hidden shall be revealed. Uh, Pastor Dent said something last week. I told him to send it to me. Um, he talked about the clues to the jewels, right? He said, the clues to the jewels and words spoken over my life are actually breadcrumbs to go in the right direction from then and even now. Maximize the clues, capitalize on the jewel. Maximize the clues, capitalize on the jewels. And so, so, so if you think about God saying, I'm going to show you these things. So God has given us all the clues and all, you know, we did the message on breadcrumbs and all the breadcrumbs to lead to the jewels. But again, remember we talked about, we were talking about sound effects, we talked about uh, deceptive addictions, all these things cloud us. They cloud us. They, take, they steal our clarity. All this noise, all this confusion, all this worry, all it did is, is it's clouding us from picking up the clues and the breadcrumbs. That's all it's doing. Because the adversary understands if, if we discover these hidden Jews, we're unstoppable. And he definitely don't want you to discover the, the, the treasures in you because He's envious because, remember, treasures were designed in him. He was the anointed cherubim. Not only did he move with sound, but he moved with brilliance. So the atmosphere that he created when he walked in the presence of God was beautiful sound but brilliance. So imagine the light of God reflecting off of your jewels. Think about how light reflects off of a diamond, right? It draws attention to it, doesn't it, right? So God's light is trying to reflect off of the Jews within us to draw people into his presence, right? But if, with all this other noise, with self, with lust, with all these other things, we can't hear. We can't even find the Jews. So we, we do... All right, so, so what do we do in this culture when we don't believe we have what it takes to obtain jewels, right? We, we, we knock off, right? Cubic zirconian, right? We, 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 we fake jewels, right? <laughs> right? And so for years, God is saying, like, why are you faking jewels when I got jewels in you? Why are you making believe? You ain't got to make believe. You can actually experience the genuine real thing. You don't have to act like something. You can be it. You know, like, you, 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 you know, God bless. You know, I've known people that uh, ha present themselves as if they own a yacht. <laughs> right? And, and never even been in a boat. 
So, 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 so uh, I'll say this. I won't say the name, but if you know what it is, hey. Uh, so, I, so I ran into this guy. He presented himself uh, in this uh, collection of, in this audience of leaders as a well-off person, top businessman. So he got favor with the leader. So I started spending time around the guy. So when I went around the guy, I'm showing up to learn because they presented themselves as, hey, you know, I do this, I've done this, this, that, and the other. They had the, the nice office. They, I was about to say the name of the car, but they had the high-end car, um, custom type, you know, you know, just, just had it all. So, so I go down for this meeting and I'm sitting. And so all of these other people show up that's big time in what they did. And, every, and so I'm sitting there. Now my, I'm in the room. And they're talking about, yeah, we did this, uh, this $40 million project, this $50 million. So, but, but it wasn't like a conversation where people are talking with you. You know, they're, they're, they're just talking back and forth. And I'm like, like I'm sitting right here in the room. Like, like but, but they weren't ignoring me. They were almost like uh, trying to impress me. Right. In both, like, but, but I guess because I didn't show up with the accolades, they may have thought I was just going to, like, get drawn in. But to me, it didn't make any sense. I was just sitting there like, why are y'all going through all this information? Like, first, I'm just here to get some information. And y'all can finish y'all conversation. I can go about my business, you know. But, I, but I, I sat there, and as they were talking, now they, once again, they started talking about issue and issue. And so they're going back and forth. So for me, I'm like, these are top guys. So I'm going to hear how they handle this issue. And they're going back and forth and going back and forth. And it's something in me. I couldn't take it. I, I like helping people. I just couldn't take it. So I said, hey, hey, can I ask you guys a question? Had y'all thought about such and such? I said, y'all probably already thought about it, but I, I just wanted to throw that out because it was just in me. It was like nobody mentioned it. But I was like, maybe they're going to mention it. And it wasn't like a big deal. It was like obvious. But I said, there's no way these guys can't see that. Right? And the whole room froze. And it was almost like, okay, we need to shift this flow now. It was almost like I discovered them. But I wasn't trying to discover nobody. Like, I was just really like, hey, hey, maybe this will help. But it was like, uh-oh. He's one of the, like, in other words, I was supposed to be so overwhelmed, I wouldn't even ask a question like that. I'm still, oh, my God, you guys did what? Oh, man. Oh, that's awesome, man. No, but I'm just not that guy. Like, I thought everything they did was awesome. But I didn't show up for that. I showed up to get help. And it was like somebody talking, here, 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 you want to do this? Here, grab this, do this. You know, you throwing me all these nuggets, you pull this. I say, this particular, I'm not going to say the name of the book, but this book out. Uh, and I read the book. Like, I ain't stupid. Like, I read the book. And, and, and what am I saying? I'm saying it's like, oh, come to find out, this person had, had gone from one venue to another until he was found out and just went to another place. Then until he was found out, went to nothing. But these are million-dollar situations. Until he was found out, go to another place. Office wasn't his. The vehicle wasn't his. But just kept, uh, what's the movie, Catch Me If You Can? It was like, Catch Me If You Can. But, but all the work the person put in, they could have just used the juice within them. You don't have to do all that. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? Like you, you're working. Why not work for what God put in you? You don't have to keep going through this roller coaster ride. Does that make sense? So, so don't lose your revelation of love and appreciation for the things that God has for you. Remember, the Bible says the kingdom of heaven is like a precious treasure in the field. This is, but the Bible also says what? The kingdom of God is within you. Right? <laughs> so so, so, so don't, don't ever lose the revelation of love and appreciation for what God has already established in you, fearfully, wonderfully made in you. Uh, I heard this from Mike Murdoch. He said, uh, God, hides the, God hides his greatest treasures in, into his most flawed vessels to reward those who discern it. So he hides his greatest treasures into his most flawed vessels to reward those who discern it. And I apologize for people online if that wasn't typed right because I wrote it wrong. I didn't write it like I said it. Then I put a little H for his. You never put small letters for God, <laughs> right? So, all right, so apologize, all right? So, we have this treasure hidden in this earthen vessel, and the greatest treasures or these hidden jewels are buried within the seeds that's within us. There's some, there's some different things within us. You know, Scripture talks about first the, e- first the ear, then the corn, Right, right. It talks about, the, you know, the process of that corn growing, how it just it goes through an evolving process. Right. What is this? Uh, Mark four. Let me see. I think it's let me make sure I got this right. It's not something I went over. Mark four. Uh, Twenty six. This is the parable of a growth of a seed. It says, and he said, so is the kingdom of God, as if a man should cast seed into the ground and should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring and grow up, and he knoweth not how. That's how them jewels come up, like you, you, the seed is already planted, right? And you can rest, rest and settle in God and trust that that thing is going to come to surface. It says, for the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself, first the blade, then the ear, after that the full corn in the ear. But when the fruit is brought forth, immediately he put it in the sickle because the harvest has come. So it's, it's saying it's, it's an evolving process. That's why the scripture says, uh, be transformed, not conformed. Continue to evolve. Let that jewel grow and flourish out. Uh, Ephesians 5, 14, it says, Awake that thou that sleepest, arise from the dead. It says, and Christ shall give thee light. And so I was just thinking, I was, I was thinking of, of different situations that happen that awaken us. Now, something happens when we get awakened. We get awakened and we get to commit to digging. Or we awaken and we get to condemnation. Or we just rest in conviction. You know, versus what? 
This Jews in there, oh, we got the, we, we, get, we behind, we got to dig, right? I remember when I, when, I, when I awoke into the kingdom, I was like, man, matter of fact, I remember a uh, church that we went to when, the first, when I first went to the church. I said, the first, <laughs> I decided to live, live my life for God, stop hanging out, stop going to clubs. Go to Ohio, I was hanging out with a gentleman, Randy, I'm going to say your name. Um, and so, so uh, the church split, so the church that Pastor Mel that I met her, they, they, the pastor took the, the young people and went to, started in high school. I stayed with my sister at the, the other church, the old school folk. I stayed with, you know, they were saving the building because they had a time capsule in the building. And so, so, so I went over his house. I was spending a weekend over uh, Randy's house. He's like, he said, man, you know, let's go out. And this, so, so now I'm, I'm, I'm fresh out the pack Christian. That's what I call it. I'm, I'm new to this. So I was like, well, I haven't been dancing in a while. Now, I, I ain't had a message doing sound effects and all that stuff. So, and then I'm, I'm a clown. So I'm out there in the club talking to people about Jesus. You know, with a, with a glass of wine on the table. I'm talking to the young lady about, no, seriously, I'm not making that up. I was talking to the, about the Lord. You know, then we go outside and, and they were shooting. I was like, oh, no, that's over there. And I'm, because I'm, I'm in my conversation about Jesus. <laughs> you know, everybody running. I'm, I'm a, no, no, they're shooting over there. That's, that ain't got nothing to do with us. But I literally was talking about Jesus. I'm not making this up. <laughs> and, and, and so we go to, so he says, man, we need to go visit this church. Um, I heard this guy on the radio. So he turned on the radio, heard him on the radio. Uh, Pastor David Forrest heard him on the radio. And so we go to the church. So we get in the church that day. And everything we did the night before is what he was talking about. And so we went to a, 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 a club. It was called Papa Jack's, right? Was that Oh, so it was, it was called Papa Jack's. And then the other one was called Headliners, right? And then I, we, we, we went club touring that day. So he says, y'all out here. So this is the pastor preaching. He says, y'all out here. He didn't call it uh, Papa Jack's. Y'all out here going to Mama Jack's and going to Footliners. You know, it was called Headliners. And so I'm in church because I had went to more traditional churches. So I'm in church cracking up. Like, I said, no, he's... So me and the guy, we talking, and every time he said something that was the truth, we didn't get offended. We was like, ooh, 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 gut shot, gut shot. We was, we was literally doing that to each other. Like, ooh, ooh, that was a good one, that was a good one, right? Cracking up, like, how does this guy know we was at the club? I said, I ain't been to the club in forever. How does this dude know we're at the club? Then he started breaking stuff down. I said, hold on a second. All these questions I have from the time I ever came to Jesus, and I'll be sitting in the pulpit, I was like... What about this? What about this? What about all the questions was answered that day? I said I knew it. I knew it was more to God than people was telling me. I just now I don't know how I knew. I just knew something missing, man. Y'all leaving something out. And I was getting all the answers. That's what drew me. That's why we was at that church for seven, 18 years. That's what got me locked in. Because now I'm stuff is being opened up to me now. I'm realizing things now. I said, oh, no, 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 we got to, I got to dig now. And I did, I digged. I got in that word. I, listen, I took my Bible everywhere I went. I got a job. They was, You're a believer, uh, whatever that is. I, I didn't know the codes, you know, but all they knew was I had a Bible. When I met her, you're a minister, aren't you? It's like, nah, I got a basketball tryout next week. But I had my Bible with me. 
I can't, because I'm digging. I, I think I showed some of y'all the old Bible. Remember, I bring it to class. Man, that thing's marked up everywhere. You can, y'all can teach any sermon out of that Bible. I reference the Bible. It's a reference Bible. The open Bible, y'all got? My Bible is at a whole nother level. I, so the open Bible has references at the scriptures, right? But all the scriptures aren't referenced, are they? I reference the scriptures that wasn't referenced. Like I, I went through the Bible, then I got an amplified, uh, no, a parallel Bible, and I, I start referencing that. She'll tell you that composition notebooks. I'm writing, I wrote the scriptures out word for word. Why? I'm, hey, hey, there, there's jewels in there. I got to get to it. So I'm digging in this word so I, the, the interest of the word bring of light is understand to the simple. Well, I need to find it. <laughs> I need to find it. So, so fine. I could be corny. I could be Bible man. I could be, man, it don't take all that. I ain't care. Because I already done been out there with the, with the, the knockoffs and the fake jewels. I, I, I did that already. I already know what's out there. I did it to extremes. There's not, there was nothing fulfilling about it. So when I came to the kingdom, I was like, I can at least be all in with this. And, and, and the more things open up, the more I start seeing, seeing stuff blinking. Like I'm talking about within me. I start seeing light flickers. Hey, you, you know, uh, when they be digging for gold and they had the little pans and stuff, and somebody see gold shavings, they be like, hey, 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 I, th- I think it's something here. That's what I was doing. I was like, hey, hey, it's something in me. It's more than they've been telling me. I ain't got to do it their way. I can do it the God's way. I can, I, can, I can be what I was designed to be. Oh, I can do that? You know, because this was tough trying to be, trying to fly with their wings. I can never really get off the ground. Wear what they wear. I always forget and say what they say. I always end up saying something from my heart. And mess it all up, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, no, I was just playing. I didn't mean that. I really did mean it, but it just slipped out. Keith would always slip out. Now, I can blast Keith out. <laughs> you know, this is a wonderful thing. You should try it. <laughs> it is. I don't have to, like, you know, go in certain environments. You know, just act like I'm really, you know, don't say nothing about Jesus because people are going to be bothered. No, I can talk about Jesus. I can do whatever I want in every arena. When I was hooping, I could still, I could be me. Now I don't drink. <laughs> nope, don't smoke. Nope. You cussing? You ain't cussing, are you? No, my bad preach, my bad preach. I can just be me. I love this life. Because it's freeing. Even, hey, hey, they'll tell you, if, if they're honest with you, they'll tell you too. Even family. Everybody know what I'm about. Jesus. Everybody knows. Like, that is no secret. When I show up, everybody knows about Jesus. Everybody know I don't drink. Everybody know I don't curse. Everybody know I don't smoke. Everybody, everybody knows. And guess what? They're not expecting me to be like them. From time to time, they try to test me. But they're hoping I pass. Because they already know the life they live in. They're trying to look for a way out. I'm the guinea pig right now. Okay, all right. You, you see what I'm saying? Are, are, are you with me? What is it, HCC? Are you with me? All right, so, so 1 Corinthians 2, 9 and 10. 
right? So, so this brings this scripture in light of what we're talking about. So I have not seen nor ear of heard. Now, when it's talking about that, we went through this in the Master Life Discipleship person, Personality. That's the second book, right? So we went through the, uh, or we're going through, because some people are in that class now, but we're going through the modules where it talks about the natural uh, person, it talks about the worldly Christian and the spiritual Christian, right? But if you look at those designs, in, in, in their designs, it's breaking up the parts of the body, the body, the soul, and the spirit. Those things are indicated on the designs, right? But also when it's talking about the, the body, it's talking about the physical senses, right? It's talking about touching and tasting. So when it says, I have not seen nor ears heard, it's talking about that natural part of us have not seen or heard the jewel. I have not seen no ear of heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for us. But God has revealed them by what? His Spirit. The Spirit searches all things, right? The deep things of God. The treasures, right? The Spirit. See, if I walk in the Spirit, I won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. You know why? Because if I'm walking in the Spirit, all I see is, the, is incentive when I see God's designed jewels for me. When I'm in the flesh, right, all I see is the bribes. See, I see, I see a way out of digging. <laughs> That's what I see. I'm digging, and I see a glimmer but then I got, I got the adversary over here saying, man, why are you digging here? Why don't you just take this, man? This is a chance. Man, you might not even get nothing under there. Why don't you just take this right here? You know I mean, I mean, really, do you honestly think there's jewels there? <laughs> man, just take this right here. And it never lasts because what I'm digging for will fulfill me. What I compromise for is temporary. And it just created more lust because it can't satisfy me. So now I'm hungry and thirsty for something that, that can't satisfy me. I mean, come on, let's, let, let's, let's be real. We could drink soda all day and still be thirsty and be slamming those things, bloating like crazy, right? Creating all types of pain from the sugar and the acid, eating us alive, jacking up our hormones because we're not hydrated. That stuff, sugar attacks your hormones. Hey, the funky mood came from that little bottle. The little irritation and pain, I love you. What? Oh, my bad. Forgive me, baby. You know how I mean, you know how I mean that. Well, if you didn't mean it, sure, it's kind of quite frequent. All that stuff is we taking in the wrong stuff. It's, 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 it's smothering our jewels. All the little cute things we do when we're off to the side and we're not around the kingdom of God. And we call it fun. It is not fun to absorb things in you that brings the ugly out of you. It is not fun. Ask your, ask, ask your loved ones. Ask your kids, your spouse. It's not fun. 
They would exchange that so-called we were in this wonderful place while you was mad at me the whole time moment, right, for just a healthy, wonderful day. I guarantee you. Ask them. If you dare. I know I said ask them. So, so all creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Oh, come on. All creation is waiting for these jewels. Just waiting for us. Romans, look, it says, it says groaning and travailing in Romans 8. It's, 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 a, it's a travail because you, you have, you, you, everything's fitly joined together. People can't, they can't. They can't be brilliant without your light. So they, they, they're, they're begging for you to walk in your light, not in your reputation, not in your position that you keep lording, not in all your intellect that you keep throwing on everybody. And nobody care about all that. They just need you and fulfill what God told you to do because that's what they're supposed to connect to. They ain't supposed to connect to what you think the world likes. They, they're connecting to what the word likes. Right? That's jewels right there. Right? So, so, see, finding your fit in the kingdom is your treasure. Finding your fit in the kingdom is your treasure. And I'm going to tell you right now, this is, this is where it gets dicey. This is where this faith comes in. Because some of us have, have, a, have a momentum that's taken us away from the treasure. And we have to have the faith to be able to be obedient to the instructions that's rerouting us to the treasure. Now, that's the hard part right now in the kingdom. That's not written down. (laughs) It's on on video. (laughs) She told me to say it again. That wasn't written down. Right? But that's it. You you see what I'm saying? Like, like, like we we, we don't realize because, okay, I, I know she does because I, I spend a lot of time watching her. And, and I know I do, I do because I'm honest with you guys. Like I see it all the time. But you can't make nobody be obedient to the reroute. You can't make them. They got to see it. Because see, when, when it's illuminated, you're going to commit to the dig. If it's just information, it's another risk to you. Illumination ain't a risk. It's a real Listen, illumination is not a risk. It's a real. It's a difference. When something's real, it ain't a risk. This is actually going to happen, and I know it, and I'm committing to it. When it's a, a risk, it's, ah, 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 seven. You know, like I, you know, you don't know. You're gambling. But we don't have to with what the treasures God has for us. Does that make sense? So when it's the right fit, you don't have to be asked. When it's the right fit, you don't have to be asked. It's what you do. Listen, with all due respect, I'm in my fit. Y'all don't got to ask me to serve you. You don't have to check, okay, he got something going on. Well, a lot happening going on. You think he's going to show up? You ain't got to worry about that. Think he's going to follow through? You don't have to worry about that. You think he's going to forget about me? You don't have to worry about that. I'm committed. I'm in my fit. You don't have to ask me. Like, like, like the ordination track. Did nobody ask me to do that? To keep bringing it up, nobody's asking me to do that. 
to be mindful of it doesn't have to do that. The uh, fast week or whatever that we're doing, nobody's asking us to do those things. We're doing those things because we're committed. You don't have to ask us to, to assist you with the wisdom to guide you to find your jewels. Nobody got to ask us. Think, think like, you ain't got to be all up in my face. There's no favorite. Everybody's favorite. Everybody has value. And if you don't see that, you're blind. Respectfully, you've you got to be blind not to see that. Maybe you need to travel with me to some places where you'll see it ain't like that. People, people are, are running each other over, like the kids, you know, the kids, you tell them, all right, we're going to line up at the front door. Boom, 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 knocking each other down because somebody got to be first. Do you know in a lot of cultures, that's what people are doing? Knocking people down so they can be first? Why? Because they think they're going to be forgotten about unless they push themselves in a position to be seen. Hey, Pastor, how you doing, Pastor? Remember me, Pastor? Hey, let me give you something. Let me give you something. Let me give you something. I want you to forget about me. Let me give you something. How come he didn't give me nothing? After all the stuff that I gave him and he ain't thinking about me, I wish I would have saved all that cash, giving him stuff. I, I probably messed it all up because I'm being obedient. I'm not really doing nothing for nobody because somebody gave me something. So I probably... <laughs> Listen. People are like, well, okay, cool. I'm not going to give you nothing then. <laughs> hey, <laughs> if that's how we rolling, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, oh, glad you told me that. <laughs> Save me a couple of bucks. Buy me some Adidas. <laughs> right? So are you finding your kingdom fit or looking for your worldly comfort? Are you finding your kingdom fit or looking for your worldly comfort? So the scripture talks about being fit for the master's use, right? 2 Timothy 20 to 22, right? Fit for the master's use. Let's look at that. Let's look at 2 Timothy 2. I'm sorry. Second, there is no 2 Timothy 20. 2 Timothy 2. <laughs> you wrote it down for All that Bible reading you're doing in the morning, I'm just... <laughs> All right, so 2 Timothy 2. Uh, this is good. Verse 20. It says, but in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but, and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. If any man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor. It says sanctified, look, and meet for the master's use and prepare to every good work. Now, I'm sorry, I didn't read the whole chapter, but the whole chapter talked about all the things that you need to do to, to be fit for the master's use. So he says if you purge yourself of all the craziness, you'll be fit for the master's use. And then verse 22, it says, flee also. So you read through, read through chapter 2 on your own and tell you all the things that you be fit, but it says, it added something. It says, flee also youthful lust. Like we dragging the youthful lust into our adult life. It's supposed to have a shelf life. 
Like we're dragging this stuff all the way up into to, to, to when we're supposed to be living out our jewels. It's kid, this kid stuff. It says, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, that's love, peace, with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. Out of a pure heart. All right, so, so, so here we're, we're, we're trying to make sure we're, we're in our fit, right? And, I, and I, I was thinking about, I was processing through this, I taught something a long time ago where, where I was studying now how, how the Jews were interwoven. They were chosen, right? Um, and, okay, so you got the Trinity is woven. The Jews were interwoven, right? Being chosen to be selected to be a part of God's family. So they were interwoven into the weaving of the Trinity, right? And so we're considered tapestry. We were engrafted. We were made to fit. This is what they did with tapestry. They'll take a, a, a piece of, of, of cloth and they would weave it into something that already has a pattern. <laughs> and they will weave it in so now it is a part of the fit. Right? So we were made to be a part of the fit. So, see, the Bible, uh, <clears throat> the Bible says, God set the members in the body as it please you. Where is your place? Where is your place? Now, the, the first message ever taught at this church was a place for your grace. There's a place for that favor. And, you know, and, and when we taught the message, we, we went through the beginning of the Bible and how everybody was being sent somewhere. So, so you talk about the children of Egypt being in bondage, they weren't supposed to be in Egypt. But when Abraham was sent to Canaan, stopped off at Egypt, uh, Isaac stopped off in Egypt. <laughs> People just kept stopping off in Egypt. But, but it wasn't just Abraham, his daddy. <laughs> like, people just kept stopping off when they were being sent to, eventually where they ended up, the promised land. So you think about all those that were occupied there, would they have been occupied there? Would you have to, would you, would they have had to fight to remove which wouldn't have been there in the first place? You see what I'm saying? So what we have to dig to remove, we shouldn't be there in the first place. We're carrying things that shouldn't be there in the first place. And then we use them as a justification of the, our present state. It's an understanding of why you're in your present state, but it's not a justification for you to be there. Because there's no, there's no temptation taking you but such as common to man. God is faithful. With the, with the temptation, will make a way of escape that you'll be able to bear. So, 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 so we have no excuse to stay there. Yes, we may have arrived there by unfavorable and unfair circumstances. Why are we still there? Because we don't have to be. None of us. I'm not saying this as a pastor. I'm saying this as a participant. A participant realizing, well, God, I didn't realize it. God showed me. Like, why, why are you still there? That's why that, that Lauren O'Hara song, I, I've been saying it thousands of times, uh, I Choose Joy, it, 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 the, the lyric says, God wants to know what you're doing under there. The reason why I highlight that is because that's what God told me. Now, I'm crying, oh, Lord, I can't believe I'm going through this. 
uh, Key, Key, you, you know how you talk to somebody crying, they're in their crisis, <laughs> calm down, calm down, because you're trying to get their attention, right? Because they're reacting, right? And sometimes overacting, you know. So that was me. Lord, I said, you know, I'm going through all this. I'm going, Key, Key, Key. Yes, sir. What you doing under there? Like, like, now we would take that as insensitive, right? Do you understand what I'm dealing with right now? I'm under this thing. Yeah. But why are you even under there? It's like the caged birds. <laughs> I'm in this prison. Do you see the doors open? Why don't you just walk out? For God, that's how it looks in some situations. Because I've given you this ability, you ain't even tried to use it. You haven't even seen it fail. So I don't get it. Remember, remember when, they, when they, they, they came crying to Jesus? Master, don't you care that we buried? This is a storm. Jesus, man, what's going on? Peace be still. Now, where's your faith? Why would he ask that question if they didn't have the power to do something with the storm? I can see him sitting around. You remember he kept going up to the mountain? Yeah, he probably was going to the mountain to get filled up, but I think he was going to the mountain having some deep conversation. So, God, they don't use their faith down here? So, that one situation today, I mean, I know you sent me out on the water. You didn't even send me out on I thought you sent me out on the water to watch them work. I didn't know you sent me out on the water to help them. Like, but, but it was just a storm, though. I mean, in the last days, there's going to be some more stuff than that. I mean, you should have seen them. They actually was frightened as if the storm could do something to them. And the whole time, they had the power in them. So that's, oh, that's why you sent me. Man, these, they, they, they something else, man. <laughs> I mean, I heard the stories about, about in, in Egypt and stuff like that. After you would do the miracles, they would flip on you. But, man, to see it in action, these people something else. Do you know God still, they still having these conversations today? I can see them up there now like, okay, wait a minute. I, I showed them how to do it. I came down. <laughs> what are we doing now? I, 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 get, I, I understood when I was there how you were saying they just didn't know how to do it and they needed to see an example because they walked by more sight than faith. But I, I came down. I showed them how to do it. I went through the same stuff they going through. I didn't sin. I'm in the flesh. Well, they think I gave up the Messiah stuff to show them how to believe. What the problem is? I, I see that. I see, I see God saying that. Like, what are we doing? Try it. You might like it. Just try it. I, I know. It, it feels excruciating sometimes to first start exercising them faith muscles. It, it, feels, it feels like overwhelming when, when you get the first jewel. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe I should hide this, you know. You know, like when you first get put on a platform, you know, it feels like, okay, everybody watching me now. There's all attention on me. So if I, this, if I mess this up... <laughs> How's this going? Cause why is that our first thought? Why can't we say, oh, well, God got me here. 
Guess he got a plan. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Well, God got me here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, God is like, okay, so let me see. You went through all this. We dug you out of all this, put you on this platform, and you still just trying to figure out, I, I don't know if I should be here. You sure you want me? David, you want to do this? Like, uh, <laughs> that's how we be rolling, right? You know, hey, so we need somebody to uh, speak and this, that, and that. And the Lord done talked to you all week about that message. You know, we need somebody to speak. So, David, you got a word? You got the word. And you sitting there asking David. You got the word. What are we doing? See, if it's jewels from God, everybody's attracted to it. See, I had to shift that. I used to do that. I, I was in the dictionary and deferred. You probably saw a picture of me. I just deferred everything. Why? So my lights won't shine, and I ain't going to get no heat. Everybody's going to like me, and ain't nobody going to be bothered. And then God said, you better stop that. But the trip is, I messed people up because I trained them that Keith's going to defer. In every situation. Uh, well, Keith, it could be to you and such and such. Oh, no, no, no. Give it to Jimmy. Let Jimmy do it. Now Jimmy could do it. So now I'm saying, Jimmy knows I don't think I'm all that. So now Jimmy won't be hating. Jimmy still hate. It didn't make a difference because Jimmy knew he wasn't supposed to be doing it. He was crazy. It didn't even work out for Jimmy because Jimmy was doing what I was supposed to do. I switched that thing up. You asked me to do something, I'm like, sure. Jimmy asked me, hey, you got something? Yep, I do. Now, if you don't have nothing, no, I got something. And you see Jimmy's face turn red like, no, you defer. You the defer guy. And I'm not deferring no more because I can't let other people take the platform that God gave me. I'm cheating God. At one time, I, d- I did a message. Some of y'all remember this. I did a message. Half of the message was what all the other people teach the week before. So this pastor did something we had us all teach because he was out of town for, I don't know, weeks after weeks after weeks. So when I came up, I taught, I, I, I referenced everything they said. Took half of my message. Then I taught my message. Went back in the office. God was like, what was that? I said, was that, that, you know, I taught the word. He said, well, no, you didn't. You taught half of the stuff they taught. If I wanted them to teach, I'd have gave them the mic tonight. Share what I told you to share. I'm not saying never reference, but I, no, I was way over the top because I, I, I knew, okay, if I, if I share what everybody share now, whatever, if, if God really breathes on this, and the atmosphere change, these people won't be bothered. Because look, I, I referenced them. This, you know, God was like, stop all that. Just do what I tell you to do. You can't keep adjusting yourself for all the landmines and insensitivities of everybody. We ain't gonna never see the jewels if you do that. Y'all still think I'm talking about me? <laughs> Definitely not, right? Definitely not. All right, that's, that, that's, all, that's all for today. Oh, oh, oh I got to give you this. I, I probably shared this before, but I'm going to give it to you. You know how sometimes when you're growing into your jewels, you feel like a misfit?
All right, I was going to say something. I'm going to be nice. All right, so you're not a misfit. You're a God fit. God fit look like misfit in the world system because we don't fit there. We fit in the kingdom. Right? Looking for your fit, you'll find it in the kingdom. All right, so that's all for today. Uh, Any thoughts, insights, questions, criticisms, different perspectives, things stirring up in your head, jewels that you would love to share, care to share with the people here. We start with either the people online or the people in the house. You grab the mic. Well, I know you got things stirring up in you. Would you care to share your jewels so we can all benefit?